Hello, everybody. How's it going? Incredible. How are you, Alden? Just peachy, you know, living life to the fullest. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Exciting times right now. Oh, honestly, we're in a we're we're in you know phase one and a half currently. I guess phase two yeah. almost. Between the, the two of us, we're we're one and a half. I would say. I can yeah, I can go with that. Um, I'm in the area that is not moving into phase two, um, and you are in the area that is. Yeah, so, so we're going to hope for the best. That's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this week, um, we're talking about mongoose, mongooses, mongoose. I don't think you're mongoose. I don't think No, I have seen mongoose, because I, I was paying attention when I was doing my research, and I did see a few uses of mongoose. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go with the, the, you know, instead of saying octopus, octopi, sometimes they just say octopus to mean many. I think my, my preferred way is just saying mongoose. Yeah. Um, Exactly. Um, just assume that I could be talking about one or I could be talking about many. It's all context. context. (laughs) It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like always, um, again, I had a reason for this, yeah. um, which actually I found really funny. Um, so one of our friends posted a meme where it was like when you're at the zoo and someone says like something wrong and you're just trying to hold yourself back. It was like I said that terribly. Um, it was way funnier than that. Yeah. Um, but it made that? Alyssa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's the um, amazing artist of our old um, title card mm-hmm, which is so, yeah. oh yeah it really is she's um, a big supporter of the arc yes she is yeah. she's our um, number one fan I think um, I'm but, the number one um, yeah that's true <laughs> it made me think because I go um, me and my friend when we go to the zoo um, a lot of the time we face that of like we're really um like one time we saw um, a family call hyenas lions. Oh um, my God. And we we're like, ah! <laughs> um, but one time we um, witnessed a man informing his little boy that a meerkat was a cat. And we were like, it's not. But you, then put we were like, you put him in a headlock and you drag him out. But, for, but then we were like, wait, what is a meerkat? Okay. And we were like, we have to educate ourselves more on this so that we can <laughs> so that instead of just saying it's not a cat but we don't know what it is you be like it's not a cat but it is a mongoose mm-hmm. so um that is my thought process for this because it made me think of that event and it made me think you know what personally like i did not know what a mongoose was until that moment of like oh like i should probably actually look this up so I can't find the post. Um, is it on Instagram or is it on Facebook? I think it was on both. Um, oh my god! I'm, let me jump the ball here. It was a while. Like, it was anyways, like anyways. Moral week. of the story is. Moral of the story both. is we're talking about mongoose, mongoose, mongooses, um, and meerkats are part of that family. Um, yeah, and I just wanted to be known that Zoe and I are both animal snobs, but we don't try to show it. I mean, yeah, like. Yeah, the thing is, like, I'm not going to be like, um, actually, but sometimes I do. Yeah, that's, that's the like, issue is, like, it's really tough. 
No, sorry, you go ahead, you go ahead. There's a way to go about it. I'm not going to be like, um, excuse me, you're wrong. Um, be educational. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So mm -hmm. one, one thing where I can't control myself is when people go, oh my God, look at the monkeys when they see lemurs. And I have to just like say the words like, this, these are lemurs actually. Like it's the same kind of thing as Bumafu, but it just yeah. looks different. Yeah. Um, and maybe they don't appreciate that, but like that's the one thing where I'm like, <sighs> I think we're allowed the one thing. <laughs> I think we're allowed that. Like my biggest, I think my biggest, like I try not to do anything in public, like say anything like that, because I don't want to, like, you know, animal snob, even though I am. Um, but when I'm talking to friends, they make a comment like that. I'm always there to be like, actually. And you know what? Most of the time, I'm just excited about it, too. Like, I want it. If I hear the opportunity for me to talk about something yeah. I like, I'm like, ah! <laughs> it's very educational. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. I don't think there's a problem in saying, you know, oh, like, it's actually a mongoose. But you yeah. have to, like, actually know what you're talking about. And you can't say it in a mean way. Like, you're not being, like, you're dumb. You have to be yeah. like, listen, you little idiot. It's a mongoose. No. <laughs> No, it, like, but it's it, it's really interesting. Um, so yeah, that's my little uh, yeah. rant, I guess. I like it. Good job. Um, but yeah, we're doing mongoose, goose, goose. As mong mongoose people. Yeah. Mongooses, monkey, um, mongoloids. Nope, that's different. No, that's different. That's, that's wrong. That's, yeah, that's different uh, people. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's get to some news, I guess. Yeah, and there's actually a little bit of news. So it, it was tough finding mongooses, mm -hmm. in my opinion, like for news-wise. Because you look up mongoose, it takes you it's to like all these different like computer softwares and like mascots and, and stuff like type that. Of so then, bike or something. Yeah, and there's scooters. I saw scooters. So then you have to look up mongooses or mongooses. With the yes, and apparently that just shapes everything up. And they're like, oh, yeah, the animal, right? <laughs> the mongoose animal, and then go to news. It still doesn't show you half the stuff you need to see. Yeah, it's, um, it's so I have, Yeah, oh, it's, it's really strange. Um, and it's kind of, that's why people shouldn't name their companies after animals, because it ruins our searches. Uh, I have three ours. news stories today, though. Okay. And, well, maybe four-ish. Um, but two of them are good. One of them's kind of, like, topical, I think, to the world and viruses and all such okay. um but the first bit of news is from the manchester zoo which uh, or the manchester zoo i think it's manchester zoo um or the chester zoo uh, yeah. which is in um the uk yeah and the baby dwarf mongoose his uh, mother had triplets um back okay. in may sometime and they took their first steps outside on the 22nd of may amazing so, like, dwarf mongooses are tiny anyways, and then she made three other little tiny versions of herself, and they're so cute. They're uh, 12 centimeters long, and they're out exploring, finally, after a couple, you know, a couple days or weeks in uh, in the burrow. And um, it says, conservation at the zoo reported hearing tiny squeaks inside the mongoose burrow several weeks ago, but only now has the trio um, developed the confidence to frequently venture outside. So they're going Amazing. up. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I actually, that was one of my stories too. And I just need to say that the parents' names are Hope and Cooper. Hope and Cooper. I don't, I don't think it's a good dwarf. I don't think they're good mongooses names, but I can go with it. They're good names. I, I like them. Mongooses. I enjoy them a lot. Um, <laughs> no, they're super cute. And apparently the, um, like the whole group of mongooses that they have there are like helping take care of them which is adorable yeah it's crazy it says um it says as well as mom some of the other some of the other females 
start producing milk as well to help out. So yeah, you know, if mom's feeding two babies and one baby can't get to it, all of a sudden the, the aunt is like, "Hey, I got you covered," it's which is amazing. crazy to think that. Oh, it really is. It's um, amazing. Yeah, like it's basically three babies in um, a mob of seven other mongooses. So it yeah. says here, uh, mob. Um, and it's just really cool to say that, like you know, um, they're doing their best, and uh, they're kind of just like growing up um, in a nice enclosure. Like again, it, it's really cute to think of these mongooses are so tiny. Like they're yeah, maybe a ruler um, at full length, so maybe mm-hmm. thirty centimeters length, um, but they are very small animals, and uh, oh, they're just really cute. Yeah, they're they're super adorable, and it's always fun seeing. Um seeing zoos help out with uh, animals and stuff like that. Oh, right here. It says the very last thing. says the plural of mongoose is mongooses. I told you I saw a ton of things. Sorry. It wasn't just one thing. And then my next thing mm-hmm. talks about, um, it's the age-old conundrum of what is poisonous and what is venomous, you know? And they talk about toxins and how... Some animals eat poisonous animals, and then they can excrete the toxins, and it becomes um, venomous. Oh, no, it becomes poisonous. Well, venom has to be injected by, like, a teeth or a stinger. Okay. So it talks about mongooses. People used to believe they were toxic because they eat a lot of um, snakes with venom in them. Yeah. <laughs> but funny enough, when a mongoose eats a poisonous or a venomous snake, that is, um, the venom isn't injected, so it doesn't become active in that sense. So okay. its body breaks down the poison. Mm-hmm. and builds an immunity to it. So not only are mongooses really good at taking a bite from a cobra or, you know, a scorpion or whatever, because they can do really good, their body takes care of it pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool to see that mongooses, you know, can build that immunity. Um, and it's finally be kind of acknowledged that they're not um, toxic or venomous. Yeah. It, it, you think about it, right? Like if, you, if I, um, there's a bird that eats poison um, beetles and it becomes poisonous. That's so, so you think if mongooses okay. eat a toxic or eat a venomous snake, do they become venomous? No. So mongooses do their thing. Yeah. Um, and then my last one's just that was a brief news story, but this one kind of makes huge sense. It's from the Smithsonian, the Smithsonian, and it was printed March seventeenth. Okay. Um, so mongooses are pretty much like beloved in a lot of places because they mm-hmm. are they fill the niche that cats would usually fill like small cats and like raccoons okay. so places that don't have small predators mongooses fill that role because they eat rats snakes uh birds they pretty much anything small mm-hmm. um that they can eat but the issue is um in botswana they noticed this is a pathogen um called mycobacterium mungi which Basically, it's tuberculosis. It's it, it, the other strain on humans is tuberculosis, but it, it affects banded mongooses, and they use scent markings. So banded mongooses, you know, scent their territories for markers and such. Mm-hmm. And they notice that when the that a, like a big decline of predators happens, then the mongooses that are infected by mungi go up because mungi infects their glands. So when they, you know, gland or I guess scent mark an area. Okay. It's in the scent marking. Oh, so another okay. mongoose comes and sniffs it. It gets in its nose and it goes then and it just continues it. But when there's more predators, mongooses won't scent mark nearly as much. Mm. Because other animals can smell it and come find them. Interesting. So it talks about how like mongooses, it's almost saying that you can tell an area's prosperity for predators mm. by the amount of mungi in mongooses. 
So if if this tuberculosis like virus is high in mongoose populations, it means there's probably a decline of predators because mongooses are scenting more often okay. and then it's spreading more. So it's really cool to talk about how you can almost use smaller predators as like a as a, a marker. Yeah. Um, and it kind of it it makes more sense as well because it shows how if all of a sudden a breakout happens, let's say there's like hundreds of thousands of mongooses, like it's, it's affecting them all. Mm-hmm. If you just introduce them to an area where there's more predators, it'll naturally curve because then the scent isn't they're not scent marking as much as they have, like as yeah. much as it would normally. Um, so it's really cool to talk about that, and it also talks about the fact that. It's really sad in the sense where as we encroach on animal territories and push out bigger predators, mongooses and smaller animals can spread more disease because all of a sudden there's nothing killing them off or making them be hesitant to, you know, spray. Yeah. Just a nice little um, topical news story. Mm-hmm. Again, really it's kind of old, but it was nice. Yeah. It's still like, it, it's um, an interesting thing to look at. Um, you see that with like different animals how does the uh, how diseases affect them like depending on the population stuff like mm-hmm. it's cool it's really cool yeah what do you have for me okay so um <laughs> uh first of all a second litter of meerkats was born at the chattanooga zoo um just very exciting okay. stuff um so the mother is named flower mm-hmm. um so she had her first litter in february um and yeah she just gave birth to um two pups okay um doesn't specify like how many were in her first litter um but yeah they're all just hanging out now in the um like as a group again because meerkats are another one of the group animals that all just like chill out together that's uh, it goes to show how well certain animals like do with that kind of stuff when you have a group Mm -hmm um mentality where you know you know mom and dad care for the babies but so does you know aunt and uncle and like third cousin and grandpa and it really kind of helps because it teaches these animals at a very young age how to behave and how to interact Mm -hmm. um so it's it's really cool i really like plus like i think meerkats are so entwined in today's like everyone knows what a meerkat is you think meerkat and someone thinks of timon right like that's that's just how it goes um and I think that Lion King kind of helped with that, sparked that interest in meerkats. Mm-hmm. Because before, if you didn't know what a meerkat was, you probably weren't going to know what a meerkat was. Yeah. So I think it's really, it's really, uh, it's funny how like pop culture and social media really affects that. Where all of a sudden, you know, Timon's huge with kids. So then adults watch it. Now they know what a meerkat is. They go to Toronto Zoo or even I think the Peterborough Zoo has meerkats as well. I think so, yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, you're seeing meerkats everywhere and you're like, oh, it's Timon. And yeah. It just, it's, it's so cool. They're so funny. Um, no, they're one of my favorite parts of the zoo because they're just such funny animals. They have so much personality. They really do. Like um, we talked. Um, we went. I think we go. I think this uh, the giraffe episode or one of the ones before that we talked about animal personality and how like mm-hmm. you know you really see it. You wouldn't expect it, but you see it a lot. Yeah. And mongooses, the species itself, is curious, and they're small and cutesy. So it's not like. Like, you know, if a raccoon was rifling through my bag, I'd be like, oh, great. But if I saw him, if I found a meerkat going through my stuff, I'd be like, oh, it's, it's, it's look at your stuff. So it's, they get away with being curious by being so cute. Yeah. It works out so well for them. It's true. My favorite, uh, like, story from the zoo is the zookeeper was 
um, kind of like cleaning out the area um, and then like at the end, like put like food out for them. Mm-hmm. But he had like the door open where all the supplies were and they would all run into the room while he was in there and stare at him. And then as soon as he, he'd like walk close, they'd all like run out. And then there would be like a single one standing by the door. And as soon as he walked out, they'd all run in again. It was, oh, oh. it was so cute. It was so interesting to watch. And um, that's the thing is like, they're, it's almost, it's intelligence, but it's not like, mm-hmm. they're not like super intelligent, but it's showing like they, they have a, they have a strategy. It works for predators, you know, and it works apparently on handymen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, and I have one more story. And this, I found, I found it super interesting. Um, okay. So someone posted a video um, that was taken in South Africa. Oh, and I know this one. So it's basically there's two dwarf mongoose just chilling in a hornbill, like a little yeah. bit ahead of them. Yeah. And the one of them runs up to it. It's facing the other way, so it's like not really paying attention. And it the hornbill turns around and the mongoose flips over on its back and like plays dead. And the hornbill is like, it's like looking around like, what? it's looking back at it. And then the mong, like the mongoose stands back up and then the hornbill, like kind of takes a step forward and it flips back over again. Oh, it's adorable. And the hornbill's like, what is happening? The hornbill looks so confused. That was the biggest thing. It's like, and especially the other mongoose is like, "What's going on? Like, why are we? What are you doing this for?" Yeah, it's so funny. It's like honestly, yeah. the video is awesome. Um, so apparently, mongoose do that to play with each other. Okay. So they'll go up to other mongoose and li- like roll and lie on their backs, and yeah. it's like a playful gesture, but like. So the mongoose wanted to make a new friend. He said, like, this hornbill looks really friendly. We're going to play a game of play dead. It's so funny. There's, um, so they, they uh, interviewed, like, two experts for this, like, one, like, story. And mm-hmm. one was like, it probably just wanted to play with it. Like, it probably saw this, <clears throat> like, thing, and it's young, so it doesn't really know, and it just did this. I was like, yeah. Um, and the other one's like, I genuinely have no idea, like, that doesn't make sense that it would want to play with a hornbill. Oh, that's um, so good. Though. That's so sweet. Yeah, it really is. It, it's really funny. And again, like you said, it's the um, it's the hornbill's reaction that really makes it because it's just like it literally is looking around, like. It, yeah, it's like it's like who killed this? Like how? Yeah. Did, like what happened? And then the best thing is like it because like you can hear the people talking about it and the video, and they're like, "Oh, it's playing dead." And then when it runs up, the hornbill's like looking at it. Yeah. And then it just plays dead, and the hornbill's like, "Oh." <laughs> okay yeah and then it gets up and it plays dead like three or four times like it gets mm-hmm. back up and looks at it and it plays dead again and then it gets back up and looks and plays dead and it's like holding its paws up and it's, yeah. like, it's like this little hilarious like fake dead pose it's so funny oh and then the hornbill's just like getting more confused and confused like what's happening yeah is this an act of god how is it coming back to life and then it's like who did who killed it yeah and the mongoose is like sitting back like just watching the whole thing going on it's oh, so funny. Personality. That's oh. another thing that animals have. It's a huge personality. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's um, what I had for news. Uh, kind of like what you said. Like there, There's not a whole lot anyways. No. Um, no. It's harder to find with... Uh, uh, more obscure animals. In the sense yeah. Like, well, aren't super obscure, but they are in the sense where, you know, 
there's not nearly as much news generated around me. Like, I think realistically, uh, mongooses, they have, I think they give birth in two, like every two, they give birth every like six months. So there's yeah. always, there's always babies. It's not really newsworthy, right? Like you're not getting, and they're not really endangered either. So. Yeah, it's more, mostly just like if their um, environment's being disturbed. That like that's the only really endangerment, um, and they're also like they kind of just look like your av- like like a rodent or they're like we they're, you know, they're very like weasel like a cat or like yeah. it, again it's not they're not like a giraffe where it's like oh this is very unique and different um, mm-hmm. so yeah I feel like a lot of people kind of don't did really you just, did you just say that mongooses aren't unique I'm just saying I'm saying like. They look. They're a small mammal. That's so they're so they're they're basic. Oh, don't go! Don't call me out right now. Oh, you know what I'm my saying. God. I'm gonna cry. Anyways, I'm gonna so, cry. I'm gonna talk about something I find interesting. Okay. Um, and this is classifications. Okay, um, I like it because I actually I find this so interesting. Um, yes, anytime there is like um, something like kind of unique about it i I love talking about it and looking into it more so um mongoose is a family Mm -hmm. the classification of it um the name of it is herpestidae die um (laughs) so there's 33 species of mongoose Mm -hmm. um but there are five species that are found in madagascar called the Malagasy mongooses. Mm-hmm. So they're informally included in the term mongoose, but they're not actually part of the family, like the mongoose family. Okay. Um, so they're part of the Eupluridae family, um, which is the Malagasy carnivores. So it's basically the carnivores that are found in Madagascar. Yeah, because yeah. it's Madagascar is so different because it broke off from Pangaea so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was reading an article a couple days ago about um, one of the one of the first biggest mammals ever to exist during the dinosaur times was on Madagascar, and it was so different. Mm-hmm. They, they people thought it was an alien. People thought like, it couldn't have come from Earth because of how different it was. And then you look at mongooses on Madagascar, which look like mongooses. Yeah, but they've they've been on an island for so long they don't all it, they're their own thing. They don't you can't count them as you know mongooses. Yeah, exactly. So um, they're like, they're kind of in a group with um, like Malagasy civets and Fusa. Um, Not really. No, it's Fusa. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but like animals like that. Um, so again, it's small terrestrial carnivores. Basic. Um, that's not what I'm saying. So it's divided, but that family, your Eupluridae. Um, is thank you. <laughs> um, it's divided into two subfamilies. Okay. So the mongooses mm-hmm. have their own subfamily, um, Galadinae, I believe. Okay. It's a little confusing because there's two eyes, but the pronunciation on YouTube said die. Okay. Um, and then the rest are in Eupluridae. Um, okay. So. Yeah, I don't know. I found that super interesting. Um, the fact that they're technically a mongoose, and if you look at a lot of classifications, it'll include that subfamily, mm-hmm. but they're not. 
in the same family. Yeah, and that thing that talks about how like how strange islands are. Yeah. Um, if you look back at like a couple, you know, hundred million years ago, or I guess a couple thousand years ago, um, there were dwarf elephants on um, I think Crete or one of the Spanish islands, or okay. I guess the Greek islands, and it's because like islands cause so many different things to happen to animals. Different adaptations. Well, exactly, but it's very like like it ties into the fact that um, it's the theory that every animal evolves in its own way. Mm-hmm. But there's like evolutions. So, you know, if a mongoose in Africa fills a niche for mongooses in Africa, and an animal that's like a mongoose fills a niche in Madagascar, they'll be very, very similar. Yeah. Because the niche is filled, and it has to be pretty much the same, but a little bit different because of the different animals that are involved. Yeah, exactly. And it again, just like um, we've talked about with, like, this kind of topic before, like, you can't deny the relationships between animals like when you find that relationship it's like oh like it acts the same as this animal but when you look at it it's not related until this many years exactly and then like that's the that's the biggest issue with you know um when we talk about anteaters like a lot of them are related far enough back you go back really far and they're all related but then if you go too far back can you even classify it as a relation Exactly. It's it, like saying, you know, like your um, your great great grandfather, like his brother, mm-hmm. their family isn't really related to you anymore. Yeah, it's so far gone. Yeah, and there's that like technical relation, but it's yeah. still gonna have like the differences and stuff. But yeah, I always find that really interesting um, when there's something kind of cool about classifications and stuff. Um, so yeah. Um, and, and then, then sorry, um, not to cut you off there, Zoe, but just to add to that. So, you mm-hmm. know, I'm talking about like Herpidae or Herpa, um, Herpidastia, which is mm-hmm. their family. In this, in the one I have from the Nature Encyclopedia of Oxford, it lists only banded, broad striped, brown, dwarf, Egyptian, narrow striped, ring tail, ruby or ruddy, small Indian, white tail, um, as a mongoose species. And one, two, Three, four, maybe five. Five of the maybe four of the mongooses are from Madagascar. So it's five of the species. You well, know, I, I understand that, but it, it, I, um, the book is old. That's my thing, right? Like this is yeah. This is like these are. I think this was printed in like twenty ten, maybe. When was this printed? Um, this was printed in two thousand one. Okay. So you know. 19 years of change so i think that's my point being is always check your books and always make sure they're up to date because like this book is 19 years old and there's a lot of differences now yeah and like things change um very much so and you know like obviously like the things like they're carnivores like that won't change like that kind of fact but (laughs) Yeah, sciences with like DNA and stuff, it's like evolving. So it's really interesting mm-hmm. seeing how that um, acts. But um, one of the biggest anatomical features that differentiate mongooses from um, the family that includes like civets and um, gannets, etc. Mm-hmm. And I think Cusimine, um, uh, sorry, it was a squirrel. Um, Cusimanes, that just yeah. The windows, the a big, great, big sliding glass door, and it was like right there watching me. 
let it watch. But he talked about how squirrels are evil. I don't want things like watching it for too long. <laughs> um, Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, but the so they have like you mentioned before, they have their scent gland mm-hmm. um, and sacks. So that's what differentiates them. Again, like it's such a small mm-hmm. difference. Um, because when you look at it, like they, they look very similar. So I also found that interesting. Yeah, sorry, I, I, so I got, I got really excited. So you know, we talked about this a little while ago. Yeah. Um, we talked about bearcats. Yeah. And binturong is in the same family as civets, <laughs> which means binturongs are related to mongooses. <laughs> in a way. In in like the sense like they're the same family like. Um, Mongooses, civets, and gannets are all kind of grouped as like that little group of things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, weasels, um, civ- uh, weasels, skunks, wolverines, they're all um, otters. They're all in the mustelid family. Yeah. Same kind of thing with these ones, where, you know, civets and gannets and linsangs and fanulux and fosa. How do you spell fosa? Is it F O S S A? Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, fosa are in the same family. Yeah, so it's not family, but it's like species. Um, I can't remember what the one above that is. Order. Pardon? Order. Um, I thought you said hoarder, and I was like, "What does that have to do no, with I anything?" It was, I think it was order or genus order, something, something, something. I don't know. Um, I wish I knew. Yeah, but we all we all know what you mean. Um, I hope so. The order is carnivores, but I think it's like a suborder. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got it. Um, no, it's uh, it. It really is like there's very cool animals. Um, again, like how you're talking about, they literally attack venomous snakes. Which is. Which is insane. Yeah. Um, they just like. They have the speed and the agility for it, mm-hmm. um, and like you said, so it's they, it's a glycoprotein that they have like in their um, blood that like it basically just like binds to the venom and it's like don't well, have an effect like, here. And I love that. It talk, talks about like how um like it's crazy. It's it, it's we talk about adaptation, mm-hmm. and it is so cool that um, a mongoose can eat a cobra break down the venom that's evident in its body and not be affected by it because it's not poison, it's venom. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's so, so cool. Um, uh, and again, it's that defense of like, if, if it gets bitten while it's doing that, like it can deal with that. Um, just so strange. I hope you can hear that. Someone's hammering can, outside. Yeah. Sorry. What is it? Someone's hammering. I think they're doing a, they're oh, putting in a pathway. Fun. Yeah. What if they're making like one of those squirrel sets that we were talking about? I hope they're not using like they're not hammering that much. Like, come on. Oh, you're right. Um, <laughs> um, one thing I found super funny about them mm-hmm. it, <clears throat> is that so, like you said, they eat pretty much anything that's small that they can mm-hmm. get their hands on. Yes. Um, so that includes eggs and anything else with a hard shell. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have a really interesting way of um, like opening them 
where they'll stand on their hind legs and just like throw it against the ground. That's which adorable in the sense it, like it's it's not adorable that's you know it's smashing an egg, but like can you imagine you see like this mongoose, which are like very low to the ground animals, runs around like you picture meerkat standing up, but mongooses have like shorter forelimbs in the sense where they have like a, like a shaggier coat. Yeah. So like this just like little moving carpet runs up to you. Rears up with an egg and then just throws it on the ground and then starts yeah. eating it and then it's like okay <laughs> oh wow um and then apparently also they can sometimes they'll stand um with its back to a rock and like mm -hmm. spread its legs and smash it between its legs against the rock that's so cool um and then apparently the malagasy narrow striped mongoose that's one of the ones that are from madagascar mm -hmm. um they do the same thing except it'll lie on its side and use all four feet to like push the egg over against the rock. Oh, that's so cool. Um, but yeah, that's, like that's other so than the fact though. that it's an egg, yeah. um, it's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, no, they're, they're honestly really cute um, things as terrifying as they can be. Yeah, uh, they're, they're little killers. Like, we always, you know, we kind of forget this. Like, weasels are adorable, but they're little killers. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, they're, like, they're perfect killing machines for most animals that they can, that, that are within their size range in North America. Mm -hmm. Well, mongooses um, are very similar in that respect. Yeah, and, like, kind of back to the Lion King, I find it really interesting because, um, have you ever seen Lion King One and a Half? Yes. With, like, Timon's family? Yeah. Dig a tunnel, dig, dig a tunnel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they're portrayed as very, like, skittish and, like, nervous. Yeah. But they, like, it's, like, so, and that obviously is a part of their personality because you see that when they, do like, move around and they go, hmm, and, like, look around and whatever. But it's, like, so interesting that, like, you see this character who's, like, so, like, nervous and they're trying Full to hide fear, from things. Yeah. yeah, and then you, like, actually look at them and they're, like, Perfect killing really? machines. Like meerkats yeah. eat scorpions. It's insane. <laughs> they, 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 and scorpions like sting meerkats, and they're like, "Okay, they're ouch, like, I guess." I'm still hungry. Yeah, I'm still gonna <laughs> eat you. And it's crazy. So just um, I just sorry as as we were talking about this, I saw this because like in this book I have one of my outdated animal books. It shows um, meerkats and civets and all those fun animals. But then on the side here it says. That um, mongooses, civets, and gannets, so they list 66 species. And then it says mongooses have 31 species. Now, this book's out of date, of course. Um, talks about the African, um, Southern Asian, the Egyptian, and then all these other ones. But then it also mentions meerkats. And then it mentions um, kusumanes. So let's up kusumanes, because I was curious what a kusumane is, right? Okay. And um, we knew about meerkats. We knew about mongooses. But kusumanes are like their own kind of thing like their their surname in latin is um cosarchus obscurus because like, they're really obscure and they're the only family of mongooses there's three sub they're a subspecies of i guess a suborder of herpidea or whatever you want to call it and there are very they're very different from the other families of mongoose because they live in the high forests of western africa okay so no open areas that almost all Mongooses are really good at. And, you know, they kind of do their own thing because they live near water. Okay. If you look at most mongooses, they burrow or they have like their own kind of thing. But they like, 
often found near water and it eats at the water's edge. So it eats a lot of different food that it normally wouldn't eat. Okay. Plus it has a really long nose. So it's a bit like, Pion- like Pinocchio and it's really kind of cute. Yeah. Um, but the thing that's, we're just talking about how like, um, how different like, like family orders and sub order and sub families can get where like mongooses look very different from other mon- or mon- uh, meerkats are very different from other mongooses. And so mm-hmm. does the Kusumanes. That's interesting. Just, how do you spell uh, it? Uh, it is C-U-S-I-M-A-N-S-E. It's like Kasi, Kasi Mans. Kasi Mans. Oh, okay. It's like a funny big nose. Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah. cute. Oh, they're yeah. adorable. And again, like, they're, they're adorable, but they're also like little killers. Yeah. No, it's, again, what we've been uh, talking about and what we talked about when we talked about like weasels and we talked about badges and stuff but yeah um yeah and they're they, all adorable yeah they really are <laughs> um and um i don't have i couldn't find a date but i'm like there's probably an exact date very easily found online um for this but um there was um javan mongoose and also the indian gray mongoose were introduced to a ton of different islands okay to try and control um like like rodents and snakes um but just like we've seen with other animal introductions it worked out very wrong (laughs) um because they were like cool there's a ton of other animals that are rodents and snakes that we can go and eat um so apparently like because of that there's like the states for example have really strict laws on importing mongoose um and yeah it just caused a lot of problems um i this never never ceases to amaze me how people can be so dumb like realistically if you if you i talked to my brother last night about invasive fish species and invasive and invasive other species in the area like ontario and stuff like that yeah and if you will if he released you know mongooses in you know bc they probably wouldn't be able to survive because we already have animals that fill that niche. But then if you go to the States and you don't really have a ton of weasels because they're more Northern. So all of a sudden you, you make a new niche that was there to be filled, but now it's very filled. Yeah. Um, and like you go to an Island that was already screwed up because you introduced, you know, um, rats. Rats is like the number one screw up uh, of environments because we just bring them everywhere with us. So you go, okay, what do we, what can we bring? Let's bring an, an apex predator for its niche to this island that doesn't already have the predators. So they, the birds can't combat it. You know, the other rodents and the other animals can't combat it because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So all of a sudden you have not only rats, now you have mongooses, which excel at hunting smaller animals. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I looked it up while you were um, talking about that. It happened in 1880s. Around. Of course. Of course. Oh, which but means again, it was an island. He's an island full of mongooses and rats, and that's it. They're just like <laughs> well, constantly no going at it. It's just mongooses at this point, probably. Yeah, um, good old mongoose island. Yeah, no, but it was in like islands in Hawaii, Fiji, Croatia, um, an island off East Africa. Um, going on vacation here. We're going to go to Mongoose Island. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, like with that, like, you know, it comes with them dealing with that problem as well, which is sad. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I don't know. But like, again, it shows like 
they're hardcore. Yeah. They are there to win. When you think about it, so on this, I'm on this one page, and it talks about just mongoose as a species. Mm-hmm. And first of all, there's a picture of a mongoose in a in a jack o' lantern, which is adorable. Wow. <laughs> um, but it talks about how mongooses like they range so much in size. So again, in this book, it said there's only 31 species, and this page says there's 34 species of mongoose, uh, which yeah. is 20 genera, which means that like the genera are of mongooses, and then the other ones are like suborders. Um, so according to the University of Michigan. With so many different types of mongooses, they vary in size. So, like the mongooses that are actually mongooses, not the Malagasy ones, not the ones that are like found other places, but the smallest is the dwarf, which gets mm-hmm. to be like 18 centimeters max, with the largest being two feet, which is 60 centimeters. That's the Egyptian. So, yeah. the fact that mongooses vary in so much size, you could have a, you could have like a sub, you could have an island full of different mongooses that fill different niches. Yeah. It's like having jackals and, you know, um, African wild dogs and wolves and coyotes and like all these other dog species like, you know, K or, um, canines that all fill different niches, but they could work with each other if they really had to. Yeah, no, it's, um, I, again, it's super, super interesting. And also those sizes are without their tails because they have longer tails. Well, exactly. Like the, the um, there's a picture here and I think it's a banded, but like their tails are like little carpets. Like they're really long and really furry and they, the fur comes down from the middle. So it's like, oh, oh, it looks so cute. Yeah, it's adorable. Um, <laughs> one other thing that I found really interesting. So I don't know if, you, did you ever read like the Jungle Book? Like mm, I read, I had it read to me uh, when I was part of Wolf Cubs. Um, but we only got past like chapter four, I think. Okay. And that was years ago, so... I never actually read it. Like, I only watched the Disney version. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, there is a mongoose in that. Okay. Uh, named Ricky Tiki Tavi. Okay, I know the story. Of Ricky Tiki. I know Ricky Tiki Tavi's story. I did not know this. Very um, cool, yeah. But that's really fun. Again, it's like it's cool seeing like little. Do you know the story of Ricky Tiki Tavi? I don't at all. Literally, I don't. I was okay. like, is so, this a real I'll, thing? Because only I'll, only Disney. I'll tell you the story. So Ricky Tiki Tavi. Um, there's a cobra that wants to kill him and his family, I think. So Ricky Tiki Tabby goes to like fight the cobra. Okay. And they fight 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 and they fight. And then they end up dying. Both of them oh. do. Um, I think Ricky dies from the, the poison of the cobra, but Ricky like locks his jaws in the cobra and kills it. So his family finds him in the morning locked in like a death roll with the cobra. Um, so he died protecting his family. Well, that's not fun. No. Uh, I retract my statement that that's fun. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, you definitely don't have a story, do you? <laughs> not a fan of that. Also, but that's inaccurate because they have the glycoproteins to come Yeah, but it was more like he died from the wounds from the cobra, I think. I don't know the story too well. I just know what, I just know what happens in the story. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's not fun. No. My main point, by me saying it's fun, it's fun seeing um, characters that are... Uh, non-popular animals mm-hmm. and it shows the bravery of the mongoose and maybe a very violent way to express that to children but well again it's a it's a story where the jungle <laughs> book is like very very different because it takes animals from africa it takes animals from india and it takes i guess actually the jungle book's mostly indian uh, but it takes a lot of animals that don't that you wouldn't normally see in pop culture and talks about it um, yeah 
and it's really cool to see again like it's a in the book it's a nice little t- like tip of the hat to show like animals that you wouldn't know about but are very important to the people there like mongooses are basically cats in a lot of different places because they're they're full of personality um like they're taking a ferret right like also yeah. saw i saw a girl i was fishing there was a girl walking a ferret i almost ran across i was gonna i wanted to run across the bridge to talk to her because she was it was on a leash amazing it was on oh my god i should have talked to her but it was so cool um but like they have enough personality like you look at mongooses and i think the biggest thing about mongooses is they have these tiny little ears and these great big eyes and these little this little nose yeah like, those are all the features that we just go oh cute they're, they're baby features yeah and um, it, it works so well and the fact of the matter is like they're so they cover so many different areas like it says on this for diet wise you're talking about diet right yeah they're omnivores so basically they can eat both meat and vegetation so mm-hmm. let's say you you don't like mongoose because they eat meat okay well those ones that eat just fruit okay well i guess now i can have the fruit bearing ones and they you know they eat like birds reptiles fish snakes crabs rodents frogs insects worms and they'll eat eggs nuts fruits roots berries and seeds and i just like they eat so many different things and yeah. so many different ways that they're just they're so cool like you look at where humans have been and mongooses pretty much have been in a lot of those places where you know humanity kind of first grew up mm-hmm. um no it, it's super interesting and it's again like we always kind of talk about how it's really cool seeing how animals adapt and it's you know mm-hmm. they prefer eating meat but if they can only get their hand on fruit then they'll eat fruit like it's like okay i'll i'll deal with it because i'm hungry and yeah um, and it's it's yeah. crazy like again meerkats eat scorpions yeah <laughs> okay um some mongooses eat fish mm-hmm. would you so know, would you expect that would you expect me crabs i wouldn't expect me crabs no um some of them are semi-aquatic which is really cool. Can you imagine that? Like, you can picture otters. I picture otters doing it. Yeah. But all of a sudden, like, you're paddling out in your boat, and all of a sudden a mongoose, like, climbs up the side of the boat with a fish in its mouth, and you're like, um, okay. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah. No, it's, um, again, it's, it's, they're, they're super cool animals. They're super interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's just, oh, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're kind of running out of things to say about mongooses. We pretty much covered all the best things about them. I think we did, yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to hear some jokes? I was going to say, please hit me with jokes, please, and thanks. Um, these are really good. Oh, I bet they are. Um, the first one I've maybe have said before. I can't remember if I actually said it. Okay, well, uh, we'll hope for the best. But um, it's a really good one, so it needs to be repeated anyways. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do you call twin meerkats? I don't know. Mirror cats. Oh, okay. I don't think you've I don't think you've said it before. That's pretty good. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what is a meerkat's favorite fruit? Mm, I don't know. Mangoes. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say it was gonna be mangoes, but I couldn't think of how to properly say it. I was like mirgos. I'm like, nope. Mongoes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> why would someone find a mongoose unthreatening? Uh, man, it makes me feel so dumb when I don't know these. Um, <laughs> what? Why? It is a meerkat. 
as a mere cat. It is a mere cat. Yep. Okay, next, please. Um, how did the meerkat escape? I don't know. Its restraints were mongoose. Oh my god! <laughs> I think picturing a meerkat in like handcuffs is pretty good. I know. What does meerkat have to do to go to jail? Murder? Um. Yeah, and it does it Extortion. every day. <laughs> what do you call a meerkat playing baseball? I don't know. A meerkat. Oh my god. Now I'm picturing a meerkat with like a batter's glove, but it's just like yeah. it's like standing in the batter's glove. Um, <laughs> why did the mongoose leaves? I don't know. Um, it mongoes wherever it wants. Oh my god, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, it mong, uh, yeah, okay, that's pretty good. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have two more. Okay. What do you call a mongoose wearing a toque? Sounds like a, I'd call him like, Jackson. You could, or you could call it a meerk hat. God, meerk hat, hat. Oh my god. Uh, are you ready for the last one? Yeah. What did the mongoose say when it destroyed the natural order of an island? Oh my god. Um I don't know. Get mong used to it. Oh my god. That's like a, I, of all the animals, I think a mongoose would say that. Mongooses would show up wreck everything and be like, Well, it's our island now, buddy, so it's not <laughs> You brought us here, it's your fault. Hey, this is on you. <laughs> yeah, so those are my jokes. Um, those are really good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. I'm proud of them. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> you should be. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I think that's um, our show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I so. Um, oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I was just going to say follow us on Instagram at Eldon's Arc. Um, we're now on. I think all of the podcast things now. So we're yeah. on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, we're moving up in the world. We really are. So subscribe to, um, I think it's just Riot Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, Check us out. To Riot Radio on those. Um, and you can listen to our show and tons of others, which are all incredible. But first um, our show. Yeah, our, our show first, please. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, again, if you have an animal that you want to hear about, um, feel free to let us know. Send us a message on Instagram. Um, and if we've already talked about it, I'll, I will send you the link to the episode where we talked about it. Too. Oh, I like that. So, yeah. Um, with that, though, I guess, you know, just saying uh, thank you very much for tuning in as always. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Zoe, for being here with me as always. Thank you, Eldon. Uh, you know, I have to be here. <laughs> you do. <laughs> um, but uh, you know what? We will catch you next time. Only on Eldon and Zoe's Ark. I'm Eldon. This is Zoe. Like, share. Or Madonna. Yeah. Or Beyonce. All of them. Yeah. And uh, we will catch you next time. Only on Rarity.ca and all of our other affiliations. See you later. Have a good week. Goodbye.